0: Welcome to the Morning Download podcast, your go-to resource for personal finance, economics, and market insights. In just eight minutes a day, we provide valuable information to help you make better money decisions. Don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter at https semicolon slash slash www.morningdownload.com slash subscribe. Let's dive right in. In today's episode, we'll cover Goldman Sachs' prediction of a 4.2% rise in the S&P 500, the impact of Starbucks workers striking and filing complaints, Alibaba's stock falling due to restrictions and stake sale, financial analysts criticizing Dave Ramsey's retirement advice, and the struggle investors face with themselves.
1: So guess what's making headlines today for investors? Well Goldman Sachs has some interesting predictions for the coming year. They believe that the S&P 500 will only rise by about 4 2%. Now that may not seem like a massive increase, but hey, it's better than nothing, right? Meanwhile, investors are currently basking in the glory of this incredibly hot market. Now let me hit you with a fascinating nugget of information. Did you know that gold is quite different from other popular investment options like stocks and bonds? Yep, it has a low correlation with them which means it can be a pretty good alternative to diversify your portfolio. Alright, let's dive into the happenings of the day. First up, Starbucks workers have taken to the streets, going on strike. It seems like coffee lovers might have to search for alternative caffeinated beverages for a while. Moving on, Alibaba is back in the spotlight, and not for anything good. The company has crashed yet again, causing some serious concerns. Last but not least, we have some analysts throwing some serious shade at Dave Ramsey. It seems like he's rubbed them the wrong way. So it looks like Starbucks workers in New York City are on strike. They filed complaints against the coffee chain, accusing them of violating the Fair Workweek law. According to this law, employers are supposed to provide regular schedules, give their workers 14 days notice of their hours, and offer extra pay for shift changes, among other things. Apparently, Starbucks has been on the receiving end of nearly 90 complaints related to this law since February. Not good. And it seems like these allegations are coming at a bad time for Starbucks. The company's baristas at over 200 locations across the country are striking during their busy Red Cup promotion. The timing couldn't be worse. Now, Starbucks is trying to make things right to improve their workers' jobs. They're planning to automate boring tasks and raise pay, which sounds promising. They're also planning to increase employees' wages by at least 3% by 2024. Let's hope these measures actually happen and make a positive impact. But here's the thing. Starbucks could face some serious consequences for violating the Fair Workweek law. They might have to pay a hefty penalty. And Starbucks won't be the only restaurant chain dealing with this. Last year, Chipotle had to pay $20 million to its workers and $1 million to the city to settle similar violations. In other news, European stocks are down, with Siemens up 5% on earnings but Burberry down 10% due to a slowdown in luxury spending. And apparently China claims to have built the world's fastest internet network. That's impressive. And speaking of China, their transition to electric vehicles is happening so quickly that Volkswagen is on track for its worst local sales in years. Tough times for VW in China. So there's some big news coming out of Alibaba. Yesterday, their stock took a hit, falling over nine, one percent. Why? Well, it turns out they won't be going ahead with the full spin-off of their cloud group. It's all because of those pesky chip export restrictions. And that's not all. Founder Jack Ma's family trust is planning to sell down its stake in the business, offloading 10 million shares for a hefty dollar 870, 7 million in cash. But wait, there's more. Alibaba has also decided to delay its plans to list its Freshipo retail chain for groceries. That's a bummer, but they still have their sights set on listing their Kainiao smart logistics division in Hong Kong. Now let's talk earnings. While their income came in at 27, 7 billion yuan, which is a pretty solid number, it did fall short of the expected 29, 7 billion yuan. On the brighter side, revenue exceeded expectations, coming in at a whopping 224. 79 billion yuan, which is about $31 billion. That's a nice 9% increase year over year. And finally, here's some exciting news for investors. Alibaba has announced that in 2023, they'll be issuing their very first ever annual cash dividend. That's certainly something to look forward to. Dave Ramsey, the popular financial guru known for his YouTube videos and financial tips, has found himself in some hot water recently. It all started on his show, The Ramsey Show, when a 30-year-old caller asked about the recommended percentage of assets to withdraw for retirement over a 30-year period. This conversation led to a debate about the 4% rule for retirement withdrawals. Ramsey disagreed with the common advice and called it ridiculous. He suggested withdrawing 8% per year, assuming a 12% annual return from good mutual funds and accounting for 4% annual inflation. However, Financial experts have criticized Ramsey's advice, calling it scary and incredibly dangerous. The main issue with Ramsey's suggestion is that it relies on assumptions and doesn't consider investment volatility or guarantee returns. Other financial experts like Dave McKnight and Rob Berger have disputed Ramsey's claims and presented data to prove him wrong. So how much should you withdraw for retirement? There is no one-size-fits-all answer. While the 4% rule works for some retirees, it might not be the best option for everyone. It is recommended to find your personalized spending rate based on factors like retirement timeline and income sources after retirement. The longer your retirement, the lower your withdrawal rate should be to make your money last. Ultimately, it is important to consider your individual circumstances and consult with a financial advisor to determine the best withdrawal strategy for your retirement savings. Today's quote comes from the renowned Benjamin Graham. He once said, the investor's chief problem and even his worst enemy is likely to be himself. Now let's break this down. When it comes to investing and managing our finances, we often tend to be our own worst enemy. Why? Well because our emotions and behaviors can have a significant impact on our financial decisions and not always in a positive way. Think about it. How many times have you made impulsive investment choices based on fear or greed? Or maybe you've let your emotions get the best of you during a market downturn, leading to panic selling or abandoning your long-term investment strategy. Graham's quote is a reminder to pause and reflect on our own tendencies and biases when it comes to money matters. By recognizing and understanding our weaknesses, we can make better choices and avoid decisions that may harm our financial well-being. So next time you find yourself faced with a financial decision, take a step back and evaluate if you're being driven by emotions or if you're making a rational choice. Remember, you're your own best ally, but also your own worst enemy in the world of investing.
0: In today's episode, we discussed Goldman Sachs' prediction of a 4.2% rise in S&P 500, the Starbucks workers' strike and potential penalties, Alibaba's stockfall and delayed retail chain listing, the criticism of Dave Ramsey's retirement fund advice, and the self-struggle of investors as their biggest challenge and potential downfall. Thanks for tuning in to The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe for more helpful content and sign up for our free newsletter at morningdownload.com slash subscribe.